it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome to Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan, your host. And thank you for joining us again this week for some of the practical guides, some things that we talk about each week that will help you be better at your chosen profession of a professional salesperson. So let's just dive right in this week. This week we're talking about preparation, getting ready for a large exhibit or event. In this particular case, it's pretty apropos because this coming week we will be attending intersolar north america as most of you know i have spent most of my career in the energy business in solar and also in brown energy but mostly the last 15 years in solar and one of the things that we are uh, doing right now is preparing for intersolar north america in san francisco uh, we have a couple of these large trade shows that we do, and I'm sure that if you're a sales professional, somewhere along the way, you've probably worked with someone or with a company of some type, or you've attended some regional or national or even international trade shows. There's always some planning or organization, but it seems like, for the most part, it's not taken as seriously as I would like to see it happen. And some of the things I'm going to tell you are a way that maybe you can be a leader in your own organization in preparation and getting ready for these types of events or trade shows. We usually are reliant on the marketing department because the marketing department works on, you know, making sure the booth is set up if you're an exhibitor, make sure, you know, what type of uh, dress or attire is appropriate for your particular trade show or industry. All of those things are usually laid out by the company, but very seldom do I see the company then putting together a training program or a, other than sometimes it's cursory where they just have a, a little bit of a, you know, hey, this is what we're going to be talking about. This is our new product that's come out. Here's our application engineer who's going to tell, walk you through some of the products. And these are the things that we're going to be doing while we're at the trade show. So I'm going to be walking down a couple of different paths. The first one is going to be as an exhibitor, someone that's going to be working in the trade show booth. And I'm going to be sharing with you some of these are going to be my relatively strong opinions. I'm going to warn you right now. And then some of them are going to be uh, you know, industry standards and things that we've talked about. And then the second path we're going to walk down is we're going to talk about attending as an attendee not exhibiting how do we prep and what are, what are the things that we do to plan for and get ready to go to a national or regional or international event or trade show like this so so here we go bear with me as we uh, as we kind of walk through this and if this is uh something that uh, your company doesn't do then make sure you recommend uh this particular episode to someone who does spend time in trade shows so let's first start with the path of I'm going to be an attendee. My company has is either flying me to or I'm driving, but I'm going to be in attendance. And let's just say it's going to be a multiple day event and that it is a at least a regional, if not a national show. 
So there's going to be a marketing budget put together. There's going to be a trade show booth or stand, depending on what part of the world that you're living that you're listening to right now. Some places in uh, the European Union and in Asia they call them stands. Here in America. Most of the time we call them booths or trade show booths. So the marketing department has done a great job. They've put together, you know, there's a table for meetings or maybe even a meeting room. There's a nice booth. It's got colorful designs. It's attractive. All the things that a trade show booth needs to be or stand needs to be. It's going to at least catch someone's eye when they walk by. They're going to recognize the logo. We're not going to talk about any of those kind of details because the marketing department usually does a fantastic job of putting those types of things together for you. What we're going to talk about is our personal behavior, our personal preparation, and the things that we need to be doing and uh preparing for. Now, you can be a leader and share these with some of your colleagues, or you can just be a sales leader in your own you know, personal space, in your own personal region, your own territory. And if you've been invited to these shows, you can take some of these uh, ideas that I'm going to share with you. You can put them into practice, and hopefully it'll uh, increase your uh, throughput and some of the sales that you're doing uh, in your own territory just by being better prepared for this event. So let's let's get started. So let's start a approximately let's say three months prior to the trade show. And you're going, wow, Sully, three months <laughs> preparation? Yes, exactly. Let's let's jump. You can do this you know a year in advance, but I'm just coming back up. Uh, let's go three months ahead of 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 the event. Who's going to be there? They're already, they've already picked a date. They've already picked a venue. You know there's already a booth bought. You know how big the booth's going to be. So now you should be looking at the website for that particular event, and you should be uh, looking at who are the attendees, who are the other exhibitors, who are my competition that are going to be there, what are they offering, how do I compare and stack up to them, and then how do I uh, know who's going to be attending? Well, three months in advance, you should be then starting your campaign, talking to your customers and or other customers, but prospects, but you should be talking to your customers for sure. People that you can use for testimonials, people that you can use for references, places where you can introduce your customers to executives within the organization, maybe your customer, uh, maybe you're at an intermediate level dealing with that particular company, and it's going to be a great opportunity for you to meet that customer's executive staff. So maybe there's going to be the CEO, the COO, the CFO is going to be there, those types of things. So start asking early and often to your customers, hey, do you guys attend the XYZ Expo that's going to be in Las Vegas in XYZ, you know, whatever date it's going to be? Oh, yeah, we usually go to that or no, we that's not usually the one that we attend. Hopefully, then there's going to be a follow up question to that is, well, what expos do you usually attend? What trade magazines do you read? Those types of things. Because that information is extremely valuable because now you can start going to your marketing department and say, 60% of my customers don't attend this particular expo. They attend and then fill in the blank. This one is the one they go to. Or my customers read this particular 
uh, trading magazine or trade newspaper. So I would like to advertise or do a targeted market for this particular trade paper. So you can see three months in advance is not, <laughs> is not too early to get started gathering that type of information. Now, once you have decided that you're going to be in attendance, now you have to start thinking about what is the goal for being at that show. I'm going to tell you from my 30 years plus experience that I don't see a lot of sales, physical sales being done. You know, somebody walks up to the booth. Oh, hi, Mr. Customer or Prospect. You don't know who we are. We've never met. There's 500 other competitors within a you know 500 foot radius of here. But I should show you this XYZ and this great product I have. And oh, by the way, do you have a purchase order in your pocket? Because I'd like to go ahead and get you, you know, signed up today. That's probably not going to happen. So let's first be realistic about what the goal of being there is. And in most cases, it's lead generation at the, hopefully at the very best, it's lead generation. At the very worst, it's brand awareness. So I'm hoping that we can get a little more tactical. And I talk uh, a lot as you know, from the regular listeners, I talk a lot about the difference between strategic marketing and tactical marketing. Tactical marketing is what I define as anything that actually helps the salesperson close a sale. And they can be a plethora of things. I mean, you can just keep, you can just stack them together and call them tactical. But if it's to build brand awareness, if you put your name on the side of a bus with a Nike swoosh and nothing else and it just drives by, that's for brand awareness for the Nike brand. But if you put a particular product, the latest and greatest shoe that just came out that has this feature and does this great stuff, then that's probably a little more tactical because they're trying to sell a specific product or a specific service within that brand awareness. So that's what I call the difference between tactical and strategic marketing. So in this particular case, I want to get as tactical as possible. Let's figure out what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish at this particular event or trade show. So sit down either just yourself or with your team, if you're a team leader or uh, if you want to you know, incorporate some of your executives into this idea, put together a plan that says, here's what the overarching goal of this particular event is. Now, I'm going to use a couple of examples. If the goal is to be lead generation, that's great. That doesn't mean I want to scan everybody's badge that walks in because chances are everybody that walks in is probably not your ideal client or customer or prospect. So let's break that down a little bit more. So the overall arching is lead generation. Now let's figure out what does that actually look like as we move forward. So how are we going to staff the booth? How are you going to act as a sales professional? What are the things you're going to do from a sales leadership position? And what is the planning and, and preparation that you're going to do So as we move forward? So we've decided that it's going to be lead generation. And we need to know for lead generation within my territory. Let's say your territory is the Western United States. I don't know, pick west of the Mississippi. So obviously, we're now going to be looking and sorting exactly who we're looking for. So now make a list. And I would ask you to do this in a physical list. Actually write it down 
and make a list. What does your ideal prospect look like? They have to be this big, this many, whatever it is, volume, widgets, you know, size, employees, pick whatever it looks like, put that together, and then memorize that, know exactly what it is. And then I would do, what I would, I would then do is I would then find out who handles the other markets, who is physically in charge of Latin America, the Caribbean, the East Coast of the United States, Canada, Europe, whoever else is going to be at the trade show that is going to be attending, put those people's names onto an index card and put it in your pocket. Because now, one of the things that you're going to be prepping for is you're going to be prepping for sorting. That's what we're going to do. We're going to sort through people and then we're going to qualify. So we're going to sort and qualify every person and we're going to attract people into our booth. We're going to bring people in. We're going to have a great smile and great body language and we're not going to be standing there with our back to the booth and our back to the audience, uh, the aisle. We're not going to be standing there, you know, eating or drinking. You know, these are all little details we'll talk about in just a little bit for a little bit more detail in just a minute. But what we are going to be doing is sorting and qualifying. Somebody walks up to the booth and they say, you know, hi, I'm I'm Joe. Oh, hi, Joe. I'm I'm Scott Sullivan and and I'm glad you stopped by today. So tell me a little bit about Joe and what do you do? Now they probably have a name badge on and they probably have some type of company or something, other piece of information on their badge. Well, I'm a, you know, I make left-handed widgets and I'm in Boston. Okay, so two things just happened. One, do I need somebody who makes left-handed widgets? Is that a prospect for me? And two, are they in my territory? So I've not done any qualifying. Right now I'm sorting. So the sorting is, well, I really don't need anybody that makes left-handed widgets in my territory, but I've looked at my index card and Sally is in charge of the East Coast. So I then hand walk. I literally take the person and walk them over to Sally and I say, Sally, this is Joe. He's from Boston and he manufactures left-handed widgets. Joe, this is Sally. She's our representative in charge of left-handed widget salespeople for the East Coast of the United States. I just wanted to introduce you guys. Okay, and now you're back to sorting. That particular person, that particular prospect didn't fit into your sorting. So you didn't have to qualify. You didn't have to go any further. Now you probably have somebody in the marketing department or an intern or someone else that may want to scan his badge because you want to know how much foot traffic you got. And there's a whole lot of analytics around going to a trade show or an event, but that didn't fit your specific preparation. Because remember your goal for this particular trade show is lead generation for your territory. Now, I know it sounds selfish, but you did just what you said you would do, and that is I handed that person off to Sally that's in her territory. And if she's prepped and ready, she can handle that and take it and run with it. So I want to spend as little time as possible with the people that don't fit my my initial goal. So the next person walks up, and you know Susie comes up, and she says, Hi, I'm a... I'm a right-hand widget manufacturer, and, and I'm in San Francisco. Well, I am looking, actively looking for right-hand widget manufacturers, and I need people on the West Coast of the United States. Well, Susie, g- glad to meet you. I'm Scott Sullivan. Uh, by the way, do you have a business card? Now, you noticed I didn't say, can I scan 
your badge? No, I said, do you have a business card? Oh, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Hang on a second, let me dig those out. And she pulls one out. Now, I have my card in my hand ready to go, and I have her card. Now, what do I do? I'm going to do what I call the anchoring method. I'm going to have both cards in my hand simultaneously. I'm going to pull out my Sharpie because Sharpie's right on everything. And I'm going to say, oh, wow, this is fantastic. I'm really looking forward to spending some time with you. I know this isn't the most conducive time. I'd love to show you a little bit about our product line. But my real goal here, Susie, would be is to get a one-on-one -on -one meeting with you after this event. Are you going to be back in town next week or the week after? Sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to put on here that I'm going to call you next week to set up an appointment for the week after. Now, here's the key. I'm writing on both cards simultaneously. I write on my card, we'll call you next week to set up appointment, and then I write on her card, we'll call next week to set up an appointment. Now, look at what just happened. I've anchored that together. I've now anchored those two cards. I put a note on there so she knows that I will personally call her, and I have the same exact note on her business card that is going to be my trigger. Now, of course, we could do all the other stuff that you have to do for the corporation. You can scan the business card or scan the, the badge. You can get a business, another business card. You can put it in the fishbowl, whatever else you have to do. But remember, the goal was for you to get a lead for lead generation. They have already been sorted and qualified. And now you can take Susie over, you can spend a little more time building some rapport, show her cursory, your product line, because she's going to walk right down to the next booth and see your competitor. So you're not going to be doing a full-blown sales pitch, usually at the trade show. You're going to tell her about what's new and exciting, and you're going to lay some traps. Now, <clears throat> bear with me on this, because some people don't like when I say this, but you're going to lay some traps for your competitors. What's she going to do when she walks across the aisle and two booths down and she sees your competitor? What you want to do is you want to start by saying, here's the differentiation. You know, who are you using now? Well, I'm using XYZ. Well, that's fantastic. They're a great company. Here's what I have heard or here's what some other people have said that you, now notice I'm using her name and I'm using pronouns to talk about her that you may want to consider and then lay out some information. So that third party, that testimonial, that positive or negative information is coming from a credible source. Somebody else, a industry in uh, an industry newspaper or an industry trade journal or an industry white paper or something. What now you have planted in her mind is that when she goes down the aisle and goes to your competitor's booth, she goes in and she says, oh, I just recently heard about this. Uh, so you guys are having some problems with XYZ or, um, or you're 28 weeks on lead time or whatever it happens to be, that piece of information, and even if she doesn't mention it, she already has that piece of information in her uh, brain. So now she's got that information and that is called laying a trap. So you've laid that trap down uh, for your competitor. And because that's all you've already talked about the differentiation. Now, remember, it's an art. So what I'm at, what I'm saying to you is don't malign or say anything negative about the company. 
just use a third-party testimonial or piece of information that uh, that gives a just a hint of hesitation or some other piece of information that lays out there that keeps you on the forefront of the differentiation scale. That's perfect, okay? So you now understand that for these large events, you set a goal, and after you set the goal, what is the preparation and the, the planning that we do in order to get ready for that? We do all the preparation and everything that we need that is geared towards that particular goal. So we're doing uh, lead generation. These are all the things that we do. And then we have, uh, we brush up on our trade show skills. Just like we said before, don't eat in the booth. Take a break every hour. Keep your energy level high. Uh, smile at everybody. Speak to everybody that comes by. Ask who they are. Wow, that's a great looking scarf you're wearing today. Man, I, gosh, I got to tell you, that is a good looking suit. If it is, I mean, you know, be sincere, but talk to everybody that comes by keep a big smile on your face keep your energy stand facing out to the aisle at the edge of your booth don't be sitting down on the back side of the booth leaning against something leaned over you know drinking eating you're not in a position then to you're you're putting out to the world don't bother me i'm having lunch right leave the booth go have lunch come back jazzed and excited Get yourself a booth schedule. Know exactly what hours you're going to work, when you're going to be there, how many hours you're going to work, how many breaks you're going to take. Make sure you're prepped and ready. Bring water with you if the if you if the booth uh, if the marketing department hasn't supplied it already. Make sure you have all the things that you need. I'm sure I don't have to tell you all the little things, but you know, wear comfortable shoes because you're going to be standing for hours on end. Make sure you have plenty of business cards. Don't ever want to go to a trade show or an event like that without business cards. Make sure that you understand the process and then follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. I can't emphasize enough. Once you get out there and you actually stick yourself out there and you go to all the expense, you have all those business cards in your pocket when you get home make sure you have a plan to do the follow-up now that's going to be another episode of sales with sully but this episode was talking about preparation and getting ready start early here's the here's the you know i always summarize everything at the end so start early three to six months in advance make sure that you are looking at all the websites and understand what you're doing set a goal for yourself even if your company's not Set a goal for yourself, and it's probably not to make sales. There are some trade shows that have a selling component to them um, that has some transactional, you know, where you have a warehouse full of things and you are trying to sell them at the show, but that's not the norm, right? So understand what the goal is. Be ready. Be prepared. Put all of your ducks in a row so that you know, you know, you're, what you're going to be doing when you get there, how you're going to act, and what are the things you're going to be doing, and then primarily sort and qualify. I've sorted you over into this bucket. Congratulations, you've made it through the first, you know, the first sorting process. Now let's qualify you. Do you are you big enough? Are you small enough? Are you do you fit the criteria? Great. Now let's set a follow-up appointment, whether it's a phone call. That's what the goal is. It's lead generation. I now have your contact information and I'm going to follow up with you. Now, one thing I will tell you, and this is just a, a little side hint for you. 
there are a lot of people that aren't going to be as prepared as you are, so they're going to run out of business cards. So make sure that you have an alternative of how you're going to do it. Maybe you do it on your phone where you take a picture, you put notes in, maybe you have an index card where you have them write down their name and their phone number. Uh, There's a variety of ways that you could do it. Maybe you link with them on LinkedIn or one of the social medias right there on the spot and then you make some notes in that. There's a variety of ways you can do it, but just be prepared for the alternatives when your prospects may have already run out of business cards. One last little hint I'm going to give you works extremely well, and I would encourage you to do this. When the person says, oh, I'm running so low, I wish I had brought more, offer to take a picture of their card and give their card back to them. That way they have it for the person who doesn't plan ahead as you did. So take a picture of the card. My advice is take a picture of the card and Take a picture of them holding the card so that you can equate the two with the name of the face. Text the card to yourself or email the card to yourself and then put your notes right there on the spot. Or go ahead and set the follow-up appointment right there in your calendar. There's a variety of ways that you can do it, but the, the key here is be prepared for all of the contingencies. So thank you very much for listening today. It's been a fantastic time spending uh, this half hour with you. I always enjoy it. So until next time, like I always say, the next complicated caffeinated beverage is on me. I look forward to seeing you soon. And until next time, Sales with Sully here. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully. Hashtag INR and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening and see you next week.